Super Coach and Fantasy Sports Show. You are now listening to the Insight Fantasy Sports Podcast. Hello and welcome to Insight's NBL Show, our weekly preview show. As always, we are brought here today by the Standard Squeeze, Ryan from Astute Newstead and Bonus Bank. Mate. A day early, do you feel like you are peaking? Yeah, feel a bit like yourself, a little bit premature, but um, yeah. it's good. Get in early. I see you've been. I see you've been talking to my wife, so uh, that's great. <laughs> yeah, I was going to bring it up, but now you mention it, mate. How's your, how's your week started this week? Tell us a bit about Hammer. Ah, uh, been good, man. Just last week of work before Christmas. Got a little bit of Christmas shopping in today. So, um, look, things are looking good. Easing into the Christmas holidays. What about you? What'd you, what'd you get me, a Josh Bannon jersey this year? <laughs> I've bought you all the tips that you need to get through round 12. So you can open this one early. Mate, that's all I've ever asked for. Um, look, yeah, the same week before Christmas. I've done a lot of my Christmas shopping online because I hate the shops. Um, mm-hmm. I know you've listened to me talk, but I hate people. So, um I feel you there, man. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, uh, loving everybody popping in the chat. Get your questions in. But on today's show, we're going to go through breaking news and weather update with Hammer. Um, we're going to go through our squeeze of the week, preview the games, most ins and outs, cover our community team. We're going to do our trades and captains. Um, and we are going to answer all your questions along the way. Mate, let's, um, let's head into some breaking news. Hit it. It's time for some news from around the league. Not every week you start the news with the weather segment first, but uh, look, good news out of Kansas. There's a few of us who were, uh, you know, a bit a bit on the fence with whether we're going to have a game in Kansas this weekend between the Phoenix and the Taipans, but it's all go. Airport's open, game's going ahead, so you can all rest easy on that one. Second bit of breaking news tonight, and this one dropped about an hour ago on overtime. Uh, Olgan Ulrich with the, with the exclusive. Uh, DJ Mitchell from Brisbane out for the rest of the season with a hip injury. And Brisbane looking to do a bit of a sneaky and take one of their marquee guys off marquee, apparently. I don't know how that works, but that would either be a Sobe or a Baines. And look to hit the import market. Uh, they're reported to be looking at either a... 3-4 or 4-3 type player. So uh, what's this space? And that's breaking are you news. Think, are you thinking like, who's a 3-4, like a Lamar Patterson coming back or or something along those lines? It's funny you say that because uh, when I was watching, I did get the impression that it is a player known to the NBL. Uh, Lamar, as far as I know, is still in the country. He's been playing NBL 1 with the Southwest Metro Pirates for... Uh, Last couple of seasons, um, I don't know, man. I'd have to have a rack my brain and, and see what other sort of guys we, we're looking at. But uh, what's Tory yeah. Craig doing? Uh, well, he's in Chicago at the moment, so okay. even a low level, Chi- 
Yeah, low-level Chicago option um, is getting paid 10 times as much. I believe he's on about a million dollars a year. Um, Being the NBA guy, I can tell you that. But Lamar Patterson is actually a year younger than me. And and I know I look like a youthful young lad. um, But, yeah, Lamar Patterson, born in 1991, floating around the NBL 1, sort of got moved out. What would I say? um, He wasn't looking that when he left the league. Um, but, yeah, Fine. maybe he could just, um, yeah, come good there. Yeah. So, yeah, watch his space. Who's it going to be? Perhaps late season uh, addition to some super coach squads. Mate, let's have a look at, <clears throat> sorry, our squeeze of the week. Um, and mm-hmm. we've got Christian from Up Dewars. Now, um, he got 423 last week uh, to lead our pack. So if Christian would like to slide into our DMs, he can get himself a um, a little standard squeeze pack or a four-in-one. Um, pretty handy for Christmas. I know I might be looking at getting getting my dad a, uh, a four-in-one. Yeah. You, you know what I'm feeling tonight, Matrix? I feel like you've blurred your face, like you're on Australia's Most Wanted or something. These, these pixels are uh, it's like using my internet. Yeah, I don't, I don't really know. My pixels haven't been that bad, but I did contact my internet provider during the week and give him a bit of a spray. So he probably didn't like that. So uh, yeah, we can we can thank the uh, pixels. Um, I, I've got a question in the chat, which is for Hammer. What does up to was mean? Yeah, look, I'll take this one on notice, but it sounds kind of kinky. I'm not really <laughs> across this line. I'm, I feel like you throw more NRL shit at me. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, the, War- New Zealand, the New Zealand Warriors, actually, um, uh, up the Waz. So uh, not the New South Wales Waratahs from uh, Rugby Union, which don't have a super coach contingent. Um, okay. So, yeah, we're talking rugby league again. Um, but, look, I'm we've not. done our breaking news. We've done our squeeze of the week. Um, do we do we want to start heading into some of these games so that we can get to our trades? Because there's a bit of spice coming. I reckon. We're hitting that bit of the season where, like, Cairns had that run. It was a bit boring. Everyone had very similar squads. I feel like we're hitting that pivot point where it's going to go a whole lot of different ways. We're going to see a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of separation in the pack. So it's time to lock in. That's what I'm thinking this week because I don't care. I want to finish, you know, top 100. I'm not all about finishing 500 by playing it safe. So I mm-hmm. could end up finishing two and a half grand or um, or 100th after a week like this week. So let's go into our preview. We'll cover that a bit later. Let's preview the game for the week ahead. It's time for game talk. Mate, we're heading into round 12, and our first matchup is the New Zealand Breakers versus the Sydney Kings. Now, mm-hmm. this is a week where there is a lot of teams with a double. So um, both these teams have a double. Um, I found I've moved on a lot of New Zealand breakers. Um, but, yeah, I was sort of targeting some Sydney Kings. What do you think of this matchup? 4.30 on a Friday, Australian Eastern Standard Time. Um, I kind of like that. Yeah. The, the early game sneaks up on you sometimes. But I quite like it. Just coming home from work and, you know, just switching that telly on and, and what's in the game. Look, like you said, round 12, eight teams on the double. I'm really looking towards round 13 now to see who's on the double then because 
we've only got the two teams on the double next round. The only teams that have the double-double now are Cairns, and that's it. So we're starting to have to look at, look at planning ahead. Uh, New Zealand, though, I've held on to Parker Jackson Cartwright, so that's my little saving grace in this one. Yeah, and I've held, I've got Denzel Valentine um, in this one. I've moved on basically everybody else there. Yep. Um, don't mind Denzel's matchup, really. Maybe um, I don't think he'll cop Anthony Lamb. Mm. No, I, I don't think so at all. Round 12, though, we are potentially seeing the return of Zylan Sheetham. Does that make a difference at all in this matchup, given the um, the kind of the length that Sydney have? Kind of, but we don't know. Like he hasn't played for what six weeks. Um, yeah. There's there's going to be some question marks, and I'm more thinking of the Zylan Cheetham matchup on Anthony Lamb more so than the Zylan Cheetham matchup against the Sydney Kings. Sydney mm. Kings have been a bit of a head case, but I think they'll be able to take care of the Breakers. Yeah, surely. Look, breakers have been rocks and diamonds. They've they've been great and they've been horrendous. Um, probably the only real two shining lights have been Parker Jackson Cartwright and DJ, uh, not DJ, what's his name? Anthony Lamb. They've both been solid and consistent. Anthony Lamb, he's just scoring the ball like a man possessed, isn't he? Like he yeah, yeah. twenty nine last week, and he he just goes about his business real smooth, real quiet. Like, he's, he's thinking the first quarter, oh, man, I shouldn't have started him. And then by the third quarter, you're like, yeah, that was a really good yeah. move by me. He just accumulates those points just by being out there, doesn't he? I, I think it's by default. They have no other option. And they go to him. And, and, he, and he can shoot the three. He can back him down the block. He, he runs the lanes. He's, like, he doesn't do a hell of a lot consistently other than score. Like, occasionally he pops up with some blocks, some steals. He's had some big rebound games, but you can't count on anything except for the points. And he's putting up 20-odd a game. There's half his score taken care of. So New Zealand later on in the uh, in the week um, are playing the Bullets. And it should be noted that there is a single game from Sunday to Wednesday as part of this, this round. Um, we're getting into the silly season. Um, we're getting into eh, – maybe I'll head down on um... – against the Breakers uh, when the Bullets are at home there. But we're getting a game a night after Saturday, um, yep. and it should just be something to note that, you know, we won't be trading out on the on the Tuesday or the um, or after Sunday next week. Mm-hmm. It's going to go all the way to Wednesday, 6.30. Quick turnaround. Um, and now we've got the Kings. Um, some notes I've got here. Jalen Galloway, um, mm. do you consider him somebody that you should be targeting? Yeah, I'm I'm looking at him really carefully. Sydney have they're on the single next week. They've got a pretty good run coming up. You know, Hogue, Galloway, and, and we'll probably get to it later with Illawarra, Gary Clark. They're three guys I'm looking at bringing in, in a forward spot, depending on how I can massage my team. But Galloway, low break even, showed out last week. He's clearly got a role. Um we've been high on him all year, haven't we? 
My concern is, yes, I was high on Galloway to start the year when Hogue was out. And then I was high on Hogue when he come back and Galloway wasn't coming out. I'm not sure I like the fact that Hogue and Galloway are sort of playing together mm. and trying to work it out together. Because I yep. think that they play exactly the same role. And yep. I would like one of them to be injured so that the other one can play 32 minutes a night in that elite yep. power forward spot for Sydney. Yeah. For sure. I, I'm just trying to think back now to some of the games. Do they see a lot of the court together? Probably not. Mm. Yeah, it's a good point. The um, you, you kind of really don't want guys sharing minutes. And, and Sydney are a team that, that spread it around. They play their, their big sort of, you know, a couple of guys, reasonable minutes. But this season, more than any other, we're not seeing the guys like Angus Glover popping up consistently. Sean Bruce, the serial pest, he's you know, his minutes are up and down. His Mackay legend. <laughs> yeah. But, like, all these guys, like, where's Noy been? Has everyone put out a missing persons report? I haven't seen him in ages. Is he injured? Yeah, I haven't seen him for a while. Yeah, oh, I haven't seen him for a while. Yeah. Yeah. So, look, Sydney, probably the one to look at, and, and I won't be because I've got Miller, I've got Parker Jackson Carr, I don't have a guard spot, but it's Jalen Adams. This is a guy over the next couple of weeks that might be pretty special. Are you going to look at him? Yes. Yeah, I'm not. I definitely am. We're going to have a chat about our community team later, but he's actually owned by our community team. And mm. Sydney go 2-1-2-2-1-2. Um, so you could pretty much hold somebody with the caliber of Adams through that period. I'm not opposed to maybe him dropping a little bit of cash. Because when I had a look at his break-even, it was a little bit higher. I'm yeah. not opposed to looking at him round 13. I've got a little alarm on my phone to have a look because he still has a, you know, he's still sort of 356K. He pushed 400 there for a while. But, yeah, yeah I, I think that he doesn't have a lot of ways to go up or down at this stage. Mm. So I'm going to forego him. Yeah, that's a fair point. He's... um. He's one of those guys, though, that he can go off on any given night. And, and it really is his team. They're not going to be bringing any other guard in to play significant minutes. Um, yeah. Let's let's have a look at Friday. And it, you alluded to it in the weather report. Uh, Cairns versus South East Melbourne in Cairns. Um, the creeks won't be overflowing because Mitch Creek out. Yeah. And some guys are probably up shit creek without a paddle. Um, look, first of all, Really glad the game's going ahead because there's a lot of Phoenix Cairns players along amongst a lot of these teams right now. So, first of all, that's a big relief. Um, Cairns guys have been training in Brisbane this week. Does that throw their um, rhythm out a little bit? No. I mean, the basketball courts are still the same length. Yeah, but, man, if you're training on Brisbane's court, you don't want to be catching any of their bad habits. Yeah, true, true. You don't want to be doing that. But, look, I think Cairns will be. Cairns did look a bit out of sorts Friday last week, and that was, of course, straight after the um, that was, of course, straight after the Cyclone. Uh, but mm -hmm. I think they'll be okay come come Friday. Yeah. Look, a lot of us hold these, these teams. Um, I'm holding source. More than likely, he's going to be my captain. Um, they looked awful. No creek. Nader showed glimpses. He's probably going to play a bit more after a week on the training track. Um, you know, a few few more reps under his belt. 
Uh, a lot of guys have brought in Ben Eyre as a TP on the bench. He's probably going to still be playing while Creep's out. Uh, Kenyon as well. Uh, Hands, on the other hand, man, they faded something chronic, didn't they, last week against Brisbane? On You saw my... You saw the title of this podcast. Like, is it time to get rid of Cairns players? And I'm so Mm. far off them. Honestly, like, you know what? I like McCall. I like Miller's role. Um, Taron Armstrong shits me to tears now, Um, probably Mm -hmm. due to the minutes. I think Bobby Clintman's a talented player that's shown flashes, but I don't like his role. I think Josh Roberts is the man for the job, but I hate his role. Um, I think Wardenberg is the man for the job but they're giving those minutes to Menenga at the moment. Like, I just can't get cans right. And I just start to think, even with a double-double, that it might be time to fuck some of these guys off, especially some of those blokes that are in and around that 140K, a couple hundred K that are only going to lose you some cash. Um, They didn't do us any favours having them. McCall Miller still must-haves going into a double-double week. But basically all the other guys, it's time to go. Yeah, look, McCall Miller, they've got some some serious price tags. So you hold them through to round 13, two trades, you've got a lot of cash to make some some new additions. I'm starting to get rid of the other ones. I got rid of Josh Roberts last week. Um, like I said on the on Sunday's pod, you know, I'm not going to say I was wrong on him. I'm just not as right as I normally am. Uh, but here's one. I'm getting rid of Clintman this week, no matter what. Have you seen the latest mock draft with all these next stars? Like, no, I haven't. What is it? Like, I feel like you made this after Sunday's pod when you were like 15 beers deep. Number oh, one. I was more than that. Alex Saar ranked to go number one. Yeah, I can feel that. Who do you reckon the next best ranked next star is? I'm presuming it's Bobby Clintman by the title of this post. No. Who? AJ Johnson. What? AJ he played a good Johnson three minutes the other night. Predicted to go with the 23rd pick. Bobby Clintman predicted to go with the 24th pick. Trenton Flowers at the 26th pick. And Hakoti, Rocco Zakarski, and the guy with the funky name from New Zealand, nowhere to be seen. Like, how is AJ Johnson and Trenton Flowers even in the conversation when Clintman's, like, way down and Hakoti's not there? Huck Porty's better than both. He's been playing both of the better than all of those guys as we've been watching. Huck Porty has been taking some minutes from JLA. He's great. Man, this draft's whack. Saar wouldn't be a typical number one pick. It's not like it's a, um, it's not like it's one of those elite drafts where you're getting a Victor Wembanyama or somebody like that. Um, I'd, think Saar is a good starter in a few years, but yeah, I don't you, think. You said that about your man, Darko Milicic. <laughs> Mate, I was and, a... And Hashim Sabit. You've played both of those guys with Memphis. I was going to say, I was a, I was high on Hashim Thabit. Um Didn't <laughs> think Kevin Durant was going to make it. <laughs> yeah. Mate. Having a look at Southeast Melbourne Phoenix is so Cairns, they're playing, and you've got what Wardenberg and Menenga playing center. Yeah. Is Gash. Source. Yeah. Is Source the number one captain option this week? 
Oh, who's their second game? Their second game is against the Jack Jumpers. Mm. So look, against Cairns, I like it. Like defensively, Wardenberg's not great. Menenga's got strength. Like I think he'll play again. They, they played him last week because Baines was there, and he held his yep. own. He, he gave a little something. He played round one and had like twenty odd points, and you didn't see him again. But and this is what I'm scared of. Josh Roberts popped up, dominated JLA. We all jumped on him, and then he doesn't see the court again. Like, what's to say that Menenga's had a great game on the weekend, now he's at the end of the pine? I mean, like, looking at Menenga and watching him play those first couple games and me being really happy to add Menenga early. Yeah, I did too. And then watching him play the last couple games, I think, hey, with a double-double game week, this mm. is the right time to bring Menenga in. But I don't trust Adam Ford. I yeah. am right there with... Um, Aaron Baines when it comes to Ford. Yeah, for sure. Um, <laughs> I like that. Uh, yeah, look, Source, I don't hate the matchup, but I don't love it. Like, I love the matchup against Wardenberg, but they're both shooters. Like, Menenga has a silky stroke. Are they dragging Source all the way out in the perimeter, making him play? Are these guys put on the floor. Is he going to be in foul trouble? And then against the Jack Jumpers. The length of Magne, of Marcus Lee, both are defensive specialists. And the pack defense of Kazi is more than likely going to just double down on him and, and crowd him in the post. Yeah, you paid up big and then you should captain him, but is McCall maybe a That's, better option? I don't know. This this is what I'm getting at. So I really like I, I love sauce. I've been all up in Sauce's grill all fucking year. Like barbecue sauce, um, it's better than barbecue chicken. But let's look at the matchups this week, and this isn't the best week to captain sauce. No. I think this could sort the boys from the men this week if sauce ends up with 40 or 50, because I'm going to be looking at a pod captain this week, and it's mm. not sauce. I'm happy to own sauce. I'm happy to have sauce on a double in yeah. my starting lineup. I'm not like, Moving a Magne up instead of him. I'm not no. moving a um, a Wardenberg up instead of him. I believe in source, but I believe this could be moving weak if you don't captain him. I think you're just about convinced me. I, I was sitting there all week thinking, I didn't put any thought into captain thinking I'm just going to go source, but um, you make a lot of sense because we do know from last week and previous weeks, he's been really inefficient scoring the ball and struggled immensely against the length. JLA gave him all sorts of grief on the weekend. Um, yeah, and Kazi, I see, as a team that's going to beat down on him. And the length of Magne, the, the shot blocking of, of Lee, it's, there's no respite, is there, with that team now for the bigs? And honestly, can I tell you that if you just want to pay for Supercoach Gold and captain the best player, you probably can. And this could shoot me in the foot, this rant. Mm-hmm. But if you want to pay for Supercoach Gold and Captain Source, the best player at Supercoach at the moment, then go for it. You're probably not watching this podcast. But if you're watching the preview show to work out the matchups and where each player should do well against other players, Source isn't the fucking play this week. And this could be your week to make this jump. And if you're sitting at 800, like myself, if you're sitting at 1,000, like yourself, this could uh, be the moving week. Thanks, Sorry. 
This could be moving week. Um, I think if you if you can get thirty points on source doubled, tell me this isn't the week that you could make a massive jump with six or six doubles or what is it, eight doubles. There's the opportunity to pick up from a whole lot of other teams, isn't there? Yeah, I feel like I'm going to buy the car off you. You've just you've just convinced me, and I'll take the extra floor mats. <laughs> is this where you you normally chime in with a? Sometimes it's not what you spend. It. What, what's your saying? Sometimes it's not what you spend, it's what you save, um, which has nothing to do with captains on Supercoach. So. Um, I'll allude to who I'm captaining later, but uh, Rob's Punk's got some really good chat. Um, I'm actually not going to cry when Rocco goes to the draft. Um, lad, lad from Ipswich, I think that he could find himself as the 14th player on an NBA roster, but also I think that he could be a really good NBL player in three years i really Mm. hope he gets that contract can make three or four million dollars in a few years but i think that in the end he'll be a really good nbl player that's how i feel about rocco zakowski yeah i I hope he does another year in the league i I think he'd be better off and it will raise his draft stock you know like he's shown glimpses he needs to be playing you know that sort of 20 minutes a game next year and I think he's shown enough, and you're not going to completely recruit over him. He, he won't start, but he should at least be a backup centre. Um, and he's only 17. Yeah. The kid's still on training wheels. I, I could back him down. He'd blow over in the wind. Yeah. It gives me a lot of Simon Dwight vibes, you know, like blocking shots. Like the boomers are, are going to be in pretty good hands having him. Yeah, I think that'll be good. And like, we are, like, with these reports coming from Olgan, we are sort of seeing a changing of the guard, not just for Brisbane, but maybe for Australian basketball at the centre position. Mm. You know, it was Bogut and Baines for a long period of time. I've really liked watching Jock Landale, um, even in limited minutes in the NBA. Um, yeah, look, Rocco has the opportunity to be an Australian basketball player, which is more, it means more now than it has in previous years, I think. Yeah, look. We've always struggled when we haven't had a good big. You know, we've had some good ones over the years. But we've, we've been thin, right? Like, we never have all of our good bigs at the same time. Like, we've had Longley. We've had Bogut and Baines. You know, there wasn't a lot of crossover with Landale. But, yeah, maybe at 17, if he gets into the squad and we get another big to stick around, then Boomers might be set. Should we move into um, I like Saturday's that. games? Yeah, let's go. Um, let's go. Illawarra Hawks versus the Jack Jumpers. Um, mm-hmm. Illawarra, like we've talked all year about how good Gary Clark is, how good Froling's been going. Um, mm-hmm. AJ Johnson got limited minutes, but he's still only eighty k. Um, yeah. he could possibly be an option. Um, Justin Robinson is a turnstile on defense, so mm-hmm. I really like this matchup. Even if it didn't work last week for your Jordan Crawfords and maybe your Milton Doyles. Yeah, I I wouldn't be bringing them in, but I wouldn't be getting rid of them if I had them. I like this. That's game. where I'm at. Yeah, uh, yeah. Look, Tassie are due. They've, they're coming off the back of two games they should have won. Uh, the Hawks have been doing all right. Um, look, they're up and about. Big Hawk Energy, I think, was the title of one of the NBL articles today. Uh, I'm really looking hard at Gary Clark this week. He, he's one of the guys I'm thinking about bringing in on a forward position. What are your thoughts? Yeah. 
I don't mind it. And he's 330K, which isn't unrealistic at the moment. He's break even no. of 50. I'll back him to get that this week. Honestly, yeah, God. 30, um, 37 or something last week. How many, how, how many teams do you reckon have Gary Clark at the moment? Two, uh, 2% of teams have Gary Clark at the mm. moment. If we're looking to make our moves this week, look, Gary Clark could be one of them. And I really yeah. like that for you. See, look, round 12, he's, he's got the double. Round 13, he's on a single, but pretty much everyone's on a single. Round 14, there's only two teams on the double as well. And then from 15 onwards, he has five doubles and one single. Yeah. He is almost going to be someone, if I bring him in, he won't leave my team. He could be must-have, because I like his ceiling more than Froling. And mm-hmm. we're going to talk about Adelaide in, you know, they, they're playing the Sunday game. But consider Gary Clark a better version of Wiley. Maybe that's oh, yeah. something that we could use. And then Sam Froling is your, is your Humphreys. They're both not elite teams, but I like what, Justin Tatum's done with shortening the roster, and I've liked what Adelaide 36ers have done with shortening the roster. And these two teams, with their schedules going forwards, Illawarra probably more prevalent in a couple weeks, Adelaide prevalent next week. Um, I really like the comparison between the Hawks and the 36ers at the moment. Look, outside of round 14, if you were able to hold uh, Gary Clark and... Wiley, and could alternate them. Perfect pair. Yeah, there you go. Mm. You've heard it here first. Maybe a Wiley, maybe a Gary Clark is the play. Perhaps. Uh, I might have a look I'm at my team right now. Get rid of um, let's have a look at the Jack Jumpers. Um, Will Magne, have we missed the boat? Oh, so you and I both have him, right? Uh, yeah, I'm the captain of that boat. I certainly haven't missed. <laughs> um, I'm the captain now. <laughs> you're the one that uh, that ragged me out for bringing up Billy up in the uh, in the podcast book during preseason. So uh, yeah, let's see how that worked out. Thanks, Rob. <laughs> you're pointing upstairs like he's dead. He's he's not I dead, gi- right? I was giving I was giving him the finger. It just missed. <laughs> I'm not used to these these thin these thin lineups. Uh, look, uh, I was actually messing with Rob the other day. For those that are wondering, he's doing great. But um, I yeah, thought look, about him I... when I said big hawk energy on the uh, on the NBL <laughs> side. Yeah, get some big hawk energy. We'll have, we'll have to get him in before the end of the year. But yeah, look, Gary Clark, Sam Froling, definitely really good. Um, Will Magne, is he worth adding now or like with a single next week? You don't want to touch him. I don't even yeah, know if I'll start this week. That's how good my team's looking. Has he's just about done after this week? Look, single, single, double, single, single, double, single, single. It's look. Are you going to cash in Magne and, and bring someone else? Like he's almost three hundred k. If he has another good week, I, I haven't checked his break even, but um, it could be the could be the one of the biggest cash cows. What are we buying for? About one hundred and sixty. I got onto him a week later. I think I paid two hundred for him. So, oh, okay, back yeah, to you. He went up thirty k, but yeah, look, it was all right. 
Yeah. Now he he served his purpose. He's good, and I don't know. I just keep an eye on the break even. I th- I think if you can work out where the peak is and sell then, you're going to get some better options. Like you'd be bringing a Sam Froling for a very similar price. Um, you know, if you've upgraded from a hundred sixty thousand dollar mag magnate a, a Sam Froling for Illawarra's run towards the end of the season, that's all you can Happy ask for, right? The mm. answer is I don't think we trade in Will Magnay this week. Correct. I saw it on Twitter. I think it's, yeah. Um, I'm not trading in a Crawford. I'm not trading in a Doyle. If you were to trade in these blokes, last week was the play. Yeah, well, you, you're trading him in for two weeks. So both of them probably didn't fire as well as you would have liked. I don't mind their matchups this week. So I'm feeling like you keep playing them, you roll the dice again, and hope that they get a bit of a price bump and you can get out what you got in for. Um, look, let's go to Melbourne United and Perth Wildcats. Melbourne United, not super relevant, even though, you know, your Delis and your Travis and your JLA, JLA was the top scorer last week, but on a single, maybe you don't trade him out, but yeah, look, you're probably not starting him. Yeah. I've been really conflicted on JLA. Like, I feel like he hasn't been the JLA we had a couple of years ago where you could, you know, back him in for 50 a night. Um, he just hasn't had the consistency. I don't know if it's because that Melbourne team's really good. Um, JLA's, you know, thereabouts. Uh, sorry, uh, Huck Porty's thereabouts with him. But, yeah, like last week, without the seven blocks, the score wasn't looking quite as good. I do like his matchup against Pinder, though. Um, mm-hmm. Pinder being that tiny bit smaller, but it's just a single, like, you know what? I yeah. get these thoughts in my head and I'm like, well, it's a single. I missed the boat last week. I'd probably hold him if I owned him, but it's, yeah, it's not worth bringing him in. No. But so, someone who is making a lot of noise this week, Bryce Cotton. There's a few comments dropping about our main man, Bryce, uh, potentially going to be up around that 500K very shortly. Is he a, a Look, guy you bring in? Is he a captain play? He, I think if you have him, he's the clear captain playing the t- the tight ends playing. I don't really love this matchup against Melbourne, uh, but I think Bryce Cotton is matchup proof. Yeah, but then three singles after this. It's really a one-week rental, isn't it? Like it is a one-week rental. Round 16, 17, they've got the back-to-back doubles. Um, yeah, look, her schedule has been awful all year. It's just, there's no runs. It's been so sparse. Yeah, look, I I hate Perth's schedule. I haven't owned Pinder yeah. all year, even though I really like watching the guy play. Probably a mm. bullet dodged. Um, I've had yeah. Cotton in and out a little bit at the start of the year. But, yeah, look, I'm, I'm going to take a punt where I'm sitting in my rankings and fade Bryce Cotton for the rest of the year. Yeah, no, fair enough. You know what? I hope next year we don't have any NBL cross NBA games and we get a much more even schedule without this, you know, Cairns with the massive run, New Zealand with all those buys in a row. It, it doesn't do great things, does it? They all both came back out of rhythm. Just play them a little bit earlier. Like, um, yeah. just play them before the NBL season, before the NBA season. Tell me that wouldn't just work. I'd watch it. I'd probably watch it more, it not being a part of the NBL season, to be honest. Would you prefer that the NBL Blitz becomes bigger and better and they bring out G League champions or someone to play in the preseason? 
as, a, as like a wild card team. Yeah, I'd I'd watch it. I actually loved, like we both went to the Blitz this year, um, being up yeah. in Queensland. I loved it. It was great. Yeah. It's locked in again for Gold Coast next year. Yeah, I know. We go ten fifteen bucks a ticket. We should we should go and book out the Insight Fantasy Row, mate. Um, I'm sure we can get media tickets next year. To be honest, you know what? You should work on that. We're we're pretty much legit. Almost mate, as I'll legit. From... Yeah, you go. On. I'll bet from NBA. I'll bet from NBA Australia. Got uh got media tickets. Surely we can get a run. Yeah, we're almost as legit as the guy who stretched out DJ Vasiljevic's quad. During the game, you seen that starting to blow up? <laughs> yeah, I did. Um, don't hate it. Um, I he's a physio. Like it's not like he was me running out after twelve cans and being like, "Hey, bro, I'll help." Yeah, like like the man was a physio. Apparently, <laughs> have you checked his credentials? <laughs> Look, like, I didn't check his. I didn't check his degree on his wall. Yeah, like that. That's a pretty. That's the sort of thing a not physio would say in that situation. (laughs) (laughs) Mate, um, a flying toilet in the chat, so I appreciate that. He reckons he's coming to the Blitz, and it's my shout. I tell you what, I was doing doing a couple of tins a quarter for for three games there in a row, and, uh, yeah, look, stumbled into the... Stumble into the cast with uh, Lockie Ulbrich a bit later on, so that was a ripper. Um, yeah, but yeah, um, this season, yeah, yeah, it really did. Um, but thirty sixes versus the Bullets, um, and we believe it's going to be a DJ Mitchellless Bullets. Mm. Um, yeah, I'm not sure whether that helps or hurts them. I like Bannon. I like Bannon's matchup. Um, but I really like the 36ers since they've shortened this roster. And yeah. four of their guys have been playing 30-plus minutes a night, which is yeah. great for Supercoach. All right. Tell me this. Mitch McCarron, now 142000 Is he relevant at that price? Yeah. I think, like, if you've got to consider Ben Eyre or Mitch McCarron, Think about that. Yeah. I think the ceiling's there. Is it a case that maybe they're starting to find their feet? Scott Ninnis has come in. He's gone all hard line, and now he's thinking, oh, maybe there's a few more minutes. Like Sunday, Detch played a little bit the other week. Yeah, I think so. Look, this isn't the week to bring in two Adelaide 36s, but I'm starting to plan for next week. And I think one of either Humphreys, Kel, Wiley or um or DJ 3J, they're going to be in my roster next week. And Mitch McCarron could be that fifth guy, really. Well, he's that kind of guy at that cheaper price. Like I was, I was playing around with, with some lineups over the last couple of days, and you know, you're looking at maybe a uh, what, what's the skinny kid with the the head's a little bit too big for his body, looks like a bobblehead from um uh Foxwell. You know, he's coming in at, yeah. at seventy thousand, right? Um, you know, if there's a little bit extra in the bank, a Foxwell versus a, a Mitch McCarron, like Foxwell's been solid. He's man, defensively, he's a dog. I quite like the kid, but there's something about Mitch McCarron. I don't know if this is that whole thing where you know you love the idea of him, but you don't love him. Is this the the ex girlfriend that you're romanticising about? You know, uh, Melbourne United or or Cairns Mitch McCarron. You know, and, and Adelaide Mitch McCarron's now just washed up and a little bit haggard and you're just thinking how good it used to be. 
Mate, you might have just talked me into the last segment, and I'm not even joking. I've got in my notes that I was bringing Ben Eyre in this week, but I am seriously considering Mitch McCarron only because I want to meet the expectations of the fact that I said that I would get in three Adelaide players. So, uh, hey, I might find a way. Look, Flying Tall is actually talking here now about Nick Marshall, and and that's what I looked at instead of Krizlovich last week. Didn't pull the trigger on it. But um, this hasn't done it for me. The minutes haven't been as good as I thought. The production hasn't been as good as I thought. Um, What's your take on that? Why isn't he getting what we need from him? I honestly can't answer with that. I just, I think that he should be, but maybe it's just somebody and, and everybody's agreeing with you in the chat, but I think that it's just somebody like a Josh Roberts that we, we don't know why he's not getting the minutes that he's getting, but I like Nick Marshall. You think he's um, in timeout still from his little tantrum that made the news the other night? Maybe. Oh, I'm talking about Mitch McCarron again. Oh yeah. Mitch McCarron. Yeah. Like, did he get chucked into purgatory for that? Because he shouldn't have been. Mm. Talking about snitches getting stitches. <laughs> yeah, look, he was he was he was right there just giving it to him. He is their captain. If anyone can say that, it's him, and I'm okay with that. I've seen you I've seen you give worse sprays than that. I've broken a few clipboards in my time. <laughs> Mate, we're we're back to the Jackies and the Phoenix. Um, look, we've talked about both of that, but I don't really like Sources matchup against the Jack no. Jumpers. No, I'm not I sure. I really like Crawford's matchup against maybe a Ben Air or one of those dog players that are just going to come out yeah. and, and give him hell. Um, but I don't think anyone on Southeast Melbourne Phoenix have the length to handle a. Uh, a Doyle. No, I think Doyle's the one that stands out in that matchup. Gary Brown's going to be a turnstile against him. Doyle's going to pick his moment. He'll be better for the, the week off. Um, yeah. And Southeast Melbourne are a complete mess. You know, they've got Nader. Would, would he go to Doyle? Potentially, but then it opens up Jack McVeigh. Um, I really like Magne in this because, you know, other than Source. And we've talked about this with our cricket analogies before, where he's you know he's coming in after the new ball. Uh, Source again, uh, Magna against Gorjack Jack Gak. Uh, that's a tasty looking matchup for Tassie. You know, we'll put out yes. Marcus Lee to weather the storm. He's as foul prone as Source is. They'll give it to each other. Uh, I'm like a Magna here. I like it too. Um, we're just talking about matchups with those guys because uh, we've chatted about both those teams and we've done the same with Sydney Kings versus the Hawks. Um, yeah, look, what matchups do you like? I like Adams in this one because the guards for the Hawks seem to be turnstiles. Yeah, look, I, I said it in the preseason and, and once again, probably not wrong, just not as right as I normally am. Uh, I said Justin Robinson was the poor man's Jalen Adams. Uh, look, he's a lot poorer than I thought he was. Yeah, he's definitely uh, poor. Like he's, he, um... he's got his little uh, little sign out sitting on the sidewalk asking for you know lunch money. Uh, Adams will kill him. Valentine Adams is gonna kill him. What's Valentine's matchup here? 
Valentine's matchup against the Hawks. Whoever they throw out at the probably the Harvey. Harvey can't guard his own shadow. I mean, most of until you get to Clark and Froling, there's not a lot of defense. I don't think. No. Um. I. Valentine's Harvey was good last good. week. He had twenty two. He was really good. Bit of foul trouble got him, but he's he's back to the the Tyler Harvey we first saw in this league with the floater, the inside outside game. Uh, I think he's, you know, Jacobus must have been holding a brother down. Like, Tatum's unlocked him. <laughs> Mate, Tatum's done a lot of things for the Hawks, and they're coming good. So um, I'm pretty excited about the Hawks. Um, mate, Cairns and Perth, matchup-wise, I kind of like Pinder's matchup against, like, your Menengas or your Wardenbergs um, when it comes to um, Cairns versus Perth. I don't really like McCall's and Miller's matchup, and this could ward me off a uh, a captain. Okay. So who, who are the matchups there? We're talking Ty Webster and Cotton, right, in the backcourt? Yeah, but I think that they'll sh- throw – I actually rate Usher as a bit of a defender. I think they'll throw Usher at whoever they're um, – whoever's hot. Yeah, possibly. But then you've got Bull Qual. He's going to run around a bit. Um Look, I'm going to be starting Miller and McCall no matter what. Me too. Uh, Me too, 100%. I'm just not captaining them. Yeah. Well, now you're throwing a spanner in the works. McCall's my, my obvious choice after source, after we've talked ourselves out of that. Um, <laughs> I'm ruining your night, aren't I? You've given me a lot to think about. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. Perth aren't deep at the big figs, though. Like, You've got Pinder, you've got Saar, but he plays sparingly. Wagstaff plays the four for them. Uh, but then again, we don't know which bigs are going to show up for Cairns because Ford uh, spins his little roulette wheel and says, who's my favourite today? Um, it'll probably be Gak and Roberts starting, or we know. <laughs> probably. I can't wait for a 30-piece from Roberts after I boost him out this week. Yeah, um, yeah look. Look, let's let's head into the last game, and it's Bullets versus New Zealand. Some of these last matchups are, are giving us more questions than they are answers, and we'll answer all these questions in the chat. Appreciate you all uh, throwing in these questions. Uh, we will get to question block at the end, um, but the Bullets versus the Breakers, and I like this matchup for the Bullets. I think New Zealand have been pretty ordinary. Um, mate, I think the Bullets could go all right in this one. Uh, you'd think so, but you'll probably be wrong. Um, the Bullets just seem to self-implode at every corner, don't they? Uh, they do. I just hope they score well super coach wise if they're going to lose. Yeah. Look, on paper, I don't hate it for the Bullets. Parker Jackson Cartwright, he's got some tough matchups. Shorter and uh, not shorter. What's his name? Shannon Scott. Uh, Shannon Scott yeah. and Norton, both dogs on the defensive end. Isaac White gets after it. They're going to throw Guys after guys at him. You take away Parker Jackson car, right? There's the head of the snake going. Liafa, on the other hand, he's a defensive dog. Not overly tall. Do they throw him at Sobey? I know you've got a few thoughts on Sobey. Probably. I, I rate Sobey. Um, I've got a Sobey jersey. Um, I just think he's a great player. And I do like his matchups against the 36ers and the Breakers this week. I'm hoping mm. they show, throw Parker Jackson Cartwright at him a little bit. Um, or yeah, look, I think I think the Bullets could be good against New Zealand. 
do they throw Abercrombie at him for a bit of extra length? He's a solid defender. They could. They could. It mm-hmm. Look, it could be a really good game uh, to finish your Wednesday at 6.30. Yeah. Look, New Zealand, I know Cheatham's reportedly back and was meant to be back last week on a very strict minutes restriction. So I don't know how much we'll see of him. Uh, but there are very few bigs on the New Zealand Breakers teams. You've got Mango, you've got Dane Pinot, who plays 14 seconds a game. Uh, and then you've got Fotu. Like there's, there's not a lot of depth, whereas Brisbane have a washed-up Baines, you know, a rising Rocco Zakarski and Terrell Harrison, and, and Bannon, who's, you know, holding his own. So I think Brisbane win the Battle of the Bigs. Lamb's probably... Well, Lamb Bannon, how's that for a matchup? What do you I see think there? Bannon, I think Bannon can handle him defensively, but I don't know how well Bannon scores against Lamb. Mm. Hey, Toilet's just popped in to give it a little bit of uh, support to my Abercrombie theory. This got you feeling a little nervous? Because you're, you're thinking of bringing Sobe in, aren't you? I'm actually thinking of bringing Sobe in. And he said, Sobe said in an interview, Abercrombie is a guy in the league who gives him the most trouble. Um, look, maybe, um, but yeah, maybe I'll just back the, back the pedigree. Maybe I'll just back the marquee player from Brisbane. The only one they got left now, apparently. <laughs> Mate, do you reckon, um, how do you go on Fortnite? Cause, um, cause our friend here wants to hop on Fortnite, uh, with the, with the lads. Uh, you reckon you could have a run in Fortnite? You can't play Fortnite if you've lost your virginity, can you? <laughs> Oh, I've got a kid and I've got I've got a kid and I've played Fortnite before, but thanks, man. Means a lot. Oh, I've got the resume. Good. <laughs> Mate, um, look, we we've been going for 49 minutes. We've been having all the bants, all the all the chats. Um, do we want to go through our most ins and outs? There has been more questions than answers. Um, but do we want to go through the most ins and outs for this uh for this week? Do it. Uh let's go with who is getting traded out? Um, and ah, Mitch, uh, it's actually Mitch Creek, uh, 13% owned. Uh, 13% of teams are trading him out. He's not playing this week, he's injured, and he's worth 400 and 4k. Um, that makes sense. I understand that. It's Josh Roberts, second, 10.9% owned. Um, he's okay. somebody that I'm getting rid of this week um, after owning him. Um, can I tell you that it's mainly Cairns players up? It is only Cairns players up until number five. So Bobby yeah. Clint, um, I know he can get hot at times, but not hot enough. Yeah, you understand. Yeah, you mm. understand. Yeah, I, I, I'm one of the ones trading him out. So uh, fully understand. Sam Wardenberg. Is he somebody that you would just hold through this period um, at 225K? I've played with getting him out. It just doesn't make a lot of sense. Um, There's not too many of those backup centers, boards that you could actually, they're actually playable. Magne turns to shit in a little bit. Uh, Mango's been disappointing all year. I feel like Wardenberg possibly going to have to ride out um, almost to the end of their run just to cover that center spot. Um, Paddy Miller is the fifth most traded out. I know that he had a disappointing 
a disappointing game last week, but I'm going to be holding Paddy Miller. Not a captain option this week for me, no. but definitely worth a hold. Yeah, I think so. There's not too many other... Like, there's more to do with your trades. Um, like for me this week, it's about shoring up the bench, probably getting next week sorted. I've been able to move a few guys around, but uh, yeah, I still believe in Miller. Him and McCall, the two guys we, we have some certainty about in, in Cairns, aren't they? Yeah, they are. And I start to, like anybody else after that is less than 4% owned. But yeah. well, I think Miller was somebody, if he didn't go that bad last week, could have even been a captain option. And yeah. maybe the uncertainty around that, maybe seeing him in the top five most traded out, could be your pod move. Not my uh-huh. pod move, but it could be someone's pod move. I don't have any players left that you haven't talked me out of tonight, man. So uh, <laughs> I'm scraping the barrel. Who do you reckon the most traded in this week? Ooh. Uh... It's, it's Sam Meninga at 110K. Wow. He had a good week last week, but are you just chasing last week's points if you're getting him? Well, you're chasing last week's points, and I suppose if you bring him in, you hold him for three weeks. But does this kind of feel counterproductive? Does this go against getting off the cans? I like. I don't. I want to be getting rid of cans to get rid of cans. I don't want to be moving cans players to cans players. And mm. I know it's a double double game week. But if I have Bobby Clintman, I'm not trading him to Sam Meninga. No. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're right. It's look, I like it, but like we said before, it's it's the inconsistency with these roles. Mind you, coming up against some of these bigger bodies this week, I feel like Meninga might be the player. Uh, against Source, I think his ability to stretch the floor as well as bang down low um gives him the edge. Honestly, Meninga could be Roberts from two weeks ago. Oh, hundred percent could. But there's more chance that he's Roberts than than not. Yeah. Um, Rips to Vicious. Um, look, New Zealand have a double. Um, I don't particularly like New Zealand's schedule going forward. Um, they've got a great. double followed by two singles. Look, Rips to yeah. Vicious was great last week, but yeah. he also played 10 rounds of not being that great and only being 141K. I'm not yeah. chasing last week's points when it comes to Rips to Vicious. No. It, it's not even a... a... He's not that cheap. And if you park him on your bench, he's still on singles at half price. It's, there's not a lot of real pros to that move, is there? Um, Jalen Galloway, 248K. You get this one. Mm. Um, Sydney's schedule going forward is great. Yep. Um, Jalen Galloway was an absolute gun to start the year. I get yep. this. I understand it. Yeah. I'm, I'm right there with you. I've looked at him. Uh, can't just can't quite afford him for what I'm trying to do without boosting. I've got one boost left. Uh, this is not the week. Next week might be, but um, yeah, love it, but not for me. Five point three percent of people are trading in Anthony Lamb, and I ask why now. Um, he was good last week. Um, he's gone up one hundred twenty four k. Um, I had Anthony Lamb. I captain Anthony Lamb. I love Anthony Lamb. Um, I'm Sam Pitch when it comes to Lamb. But sure. now, 5.3% adding him, 
I just don't see with a couple singles coming up why you should be adding yeah. Anthony Lamb this week. Do you have the moves next week to move him out again, to free up that cash for someone on double? Is it a one-week rental? Is there something you could do that's a bit better, or have you got someone on your team already who can play that role? Like, why did you get rid of him? Assuming you had him before this week, trade him out for one week, probably for Mitch Creek. Um, yeah. You know? You know, look, I love the player, but I just don't love the timing of it. Um, and Jalen Adams is the last one. 4% of teams are bringing in Jalen Adams, and I get that. He could be yeah. a captain option this week. I think bringing in Sydney's a solid move. Not spectacular, but solid. They're, they're going to have the best run over the, probably the next five weeks. Yeah, 2-1-2-2 two, 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 um, is kind of what I look at. I know it's 1-2 after that, but everybody has a um, has yeah. one in round 17. So, yeah, 2-1-2-2 two, two, two when it comes yeah. to Sydney. See, that's something that's got me a little worried. Like, I'm tossing up between Hogue and Gary Clark at my forward position. Sydney's ro- roster's tasty. Illawarra is, but it's a bit delayed. Uh, we talked about the Hogue versus Jalen Galloway battle for minutes and, and you know, relevance. Don't know where I'm going with that one yet. Mate, should we start going into our trades? You've already sort of alluded to a little bit of it. Let's let's have a look Later. at it. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to report a trade. Yeah. Mate, where are you at? Okay. So where I'm at right now, I've got Parker Jackson Cartwright and Paddy Miller at guard. Big Source at centre. Tajima Cole, Gary Clark at forward. And then on the bench, I have Wardenberg, my main man, Fabian Krizlovich, Will Magne at backup centre, and Karen Armstrong, and uh, apparently Owen Foxwell at guard. Yeah, so what what were your trades this week to to come up with that lineup? Yeah, so I went, so I'll do changes. I got rid of Mango Mathiang and Bobby Clintman. Yeah, right. Yeah. All right, so you've brought in... A bit of housekeeping. Yeah, yeah. No, it sounds good. Um, look, mate, I'll head, it, I'll head into mine. Um, yeah, I want to see these. This is exciting. <laughs> it is something. Um, so I'm looking at getting Bobby Clintman, Josh Roberts, and Mitchell Creek out. Uh, yeah. Basically all for obvious reasons. Um, to get in Wiley, Sobey, and either Ben Eyre or Mitch McCarron in. Mm. Um, it sort of sets my lineup with Paddy Miller, Sobe, McCall, Valentine, big source in the middle. That keeps me having Magne on the bench, Armstrong on the bench, Eyre on the bench, and Wardenberg on the bench, all on doubles uh, with bringing Wiley in this week. Um, on a single, but setting myself myself up for weeks earlier. And I know Maddie Thomas has mentioned in the chat going around early on some of these Adelaide boys. Yeah, I don't hate it because I don't know if I have the trades next week to get in multiple Adelaide players. And mm. now that they've gone four strong, hopefully a fifth if I bring in somebody like Mitch McCarron. But I do like the upside. Uh, when you were chatting about Mitch McCarron over somebody like Ben Eyre. And I love Ben Eyre. 
Like, oh. I know that you were looking. Never gets I know old. that you were look. I know that you were looking at um, Gary Clark. Nice, Gary. Yes. But like that is a better one than Gary Brown at the moment with their their schedule going forward. Um, mm. There's a there's a lot to think about, and this gives me one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine players on doubles. Tell me that isn't a chance at making the chip this week. Dude, I, yeah. I want the some bucks. I want an NBL voucher. I want my Josh Bannon jersey. I, I think more impressive is is how well you set up for next week. Look, if you compare your team to mine, next week I'm scrambling outside of Cairns players. You know, like I'll get rid of Big Source uh, and probably someone else. But then without having bought in Adelaide, I'll probably have to boost next week and, and potentially look at maybe Humphreys and, um, you know, maybe some of these other Adelaide guys. But we talked about it earlier off pod. Um, the boost this week or the boost next week? It's uh, what's your normal saying? Macasa to casa, uh, round 11's round 12 is almost round 13, is it something like that? I believe it's potato, potato. Um, but yeah, that that was it. Um, but yeah, loving all the questions coming in, and of course, after we throw that, the questions are going to come. But tell us about your captain, well, captain, my captain, me, well, captain, my captain. Look, I reckon you've changed three times during this pod, but let us know oh. where you're at. And then some. Ooh, I am... Look, I'm either going Source or McCall. I, I don't trust Cartwright, I don't trust Miller, and I don't trust Clark to be a captain in this one. But, look, a thousand reasons why Source shouldn't be. May still leave the captain on him. McCall's been great of late, except for that one blemish on his record last game but um i'm gonna flip a coin i think man but you your captain this is this is big and i think i'm gonna captain nathan sobe this week i like his matchups and and we look at matchups when we go captains i don't like sources matchups um i don't like cans that's why i'm getting off a lot of cans players at the moment i would captain a jalen adams if i had him but I don't. And trading out Josh Roberts and Bobby Clintman is more important to me than having Jalen Adams over a Nathan Sobey. Mm. Sobey has the best matchups. And why do we do these podcasts if not to look at matchups? And I'm going to double down on Nathan Sobey this week. And I'm going to captain Sobey. And it could ruin me. I could be 1500th next week instead of 800th. Or I could be top 500. And I'm excited to see what happens. Yeah, man. Sobe has made careers and broken careers. He's had those 106-point games where he's triple-doubled. And he's also had pretty much what he put up all this season. So, uh, look, man, I'm excited for you. Like, I'm going to be sitting there rooting for you, but I don't have that kind of appetite for risk right now, man. This is... This is what I'm going to watch from the bleachers with keen interest. Yeah, look, um, and it doesn't matter who your vice captain in these, but look, bringing in Jacob Wiley to set myself forward for next week, I'm actually excited about too. Um, yeah. yeah, and I might even bring in Mitch McCarron instead of Ben Eyre. Um, I did like what you said about him. Maybe you got chucked into purgatory a little bit. Um, look, yeah, so be captain. 
it's make or break for me this week. I am not okay with finishing 500. I want to have a dig at at getting right there in the top 100. And I think it's moves like this. And I'm not going to do it every week. Sometimes it's going to be completely obvious that I captain a source. But when I look at the matchups, I just don't like it this week. So I see a lot of the top 1%. I see a lot of the top 5% will captain source. And so they should. He has averaged 38.5 points per game. But, yeah, it's time to roll the dice. Yeah, man. You can't pod play every week. You gotta you gotta pick your pods and this is a pretty calculated risk. I I actually like it. It's um it's good. Good for you. <laughs> Thanks, man. Means a lot. Um let's answer some of these questions because I've absolutely loved them. Can I get a question Can I get an answer? Mate, and let's start at the beginning. Um Look, just cotton after this week to be 500k. Um, maybe it is a joke, um, but uh, Corey's also mentioned that um, he might pick up Menenga for Mango Mathieng. And if you were going to go sideways with a double game week still for Cairns, like I don't like moving Cairns players to Cairns players, but Mango mm. to Menenga, I kind of like, don't you? Look, I think that the, the best part of that is you're getting off the Mango. You know, I've been trying to do it for weeks. I've had other things to do. Or there hasn't been a player cheap enough or relevant enough. It's a sideways move. It's probably going to outscore him. Uh, look, cool. The schedule's better. You've just got to plan to get Meninga out in a couple of weeks, don't you? Exactly. And it depends how many and other I... cans guys you hold. And I can't do that. I've still, after trading two cans players out, and that's using my final boost, like, when I'm talking about getting risky, I'm getting fucking risky. But oh, yeah. you're moving out. I've still got four Cairns players to move out. So obviously, Wardenberg and Armstrong become priorities um, moving forward. But look, Miller and McCall are still going to score really well. So. It won't be the worst, though, if you have, you know, for an extra week. Like, I, I wouldn't care about having uh, Armstrong on your bench all year. Like, Not true. What do you really care about your bench guard spot? You know, Wardenberg will naturally come out at some point. He's still holding some value. And it'll be easy to get rid of Miller and McCall. They're worth a fortune. You can bring in what you need. It's four's, four's manageable. Um, Braden Dunstan, thanks for popping on again, mate. Um, Clintman is definitely out at this stage for Jalen Galloway, which I really like Clintman to Galloway. You've got about 50 or 60K mm. that you've got to spend up there. I mean, was looking yeah. Ward to Menenga, probably to fund that, or Doyle to Harvey. Um, he'd love a Hogue. Or Clark, but doesn't have the funds. What do you think about bringing in Tyler Harvey? I know we've talked a lot about mm. Menenga, um, but I like it. I don't. Do you like Doyle to Harvey though? I don't think this, this is week. the week to trade out Doyle. No, no, not this week. But like, just have a look at Illawarra's schedule. They got the double this week. They got a couple of singles where they mess around, and then their schedule. What did we say before? It's like five doubles out of the last six weeks, or something like that. Yeah, Harvey. He's cheap as chips right now. He's starting to get his, you know, groove back. Harvey will be a good look around then. Like, similar to you picking up Sobey now for, what, 240K or something? 270, um, yeah. Yeah, well, Harvey's, what is he, 229 maybe from yeah. memory? He's cheap. Like, that's probably something you're going to move to. Like, that's a sideways, well, a downgrade potentially from a Doyle or a Crawford. But you could hold him season long on your bench at that price until they're until their schedule picks up and starting. He's depending on how you can do it, I, I don't hate it. 
Illawarra have a double this week, but I don't understand getting rid of Doyle this week. I'd like Doyle to Harvey next week for Braden. Yeah, agreed. Maybe Ward to Menenga this week if you've Mm. got the trades. Like, obviously, and then go Doyle to Harvey next week. You're going to have the funds to do that. Yeah. Even if you could somehow manage Harvey on your bench, hold him on the bench this week. Mate. I like it. Um, Traykel and Galloway from Berger and Clintman can't trade out Roberts. Mate, Traykel and Galloway in. I like it. Mm, yeah. I've looked at Kel. He's cheap enough. And like we said, we went through this a bit more in detail on Sunday night that Adelaide are playing four guys 30 to 35 minutes a night. And it's Kel, Vasiljevic, uh, Humphreys, and you made that in there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like it. Um, Callum B's in the chat. Um, he's wanting some advice from going Creek and Roberts for Bannon and either Humphreys or Menenga. If you have the cash, you go Humphreys, right? Especially for the weeks ahead. Yeah. I'm assuming you've got someone else to start at centre this week. Um. Surely a source magna or someone like that. Or Ward, even. Yeah, look, Humphrey's going to be a great centre option next week. There's not too many others. But, yeah, getting rid of Craig and Roberts is a priority. Bannon, this week, I like. We've gone through DJ Mitchell not being there. Um, yeah, I don't... Bannon and, and maybe a bench centre of Humphreys. I like it. Um, who will it be for Mitch Creek for... Rob, so you've got 400k. You can get somebody in at the forward position. Mm. Who are you going with if you could get anyone? Yeah, I think you've you probably got three or four options here. I'm like a look at Gary Clark at the moment. DJ Hove. Uh, Sam Froling's centre forward eligible. Um, he's on the double as well. Uh, Penny, if you need to start someone, if you could bring someone off your bench. Uh, you might want to stash uh, Wiley on your bench. There's, there's actually a lot of options there. Or if you don't hold uh, Taj McCall, there's another forward. Mate, um, a flying toilet pointed out to me a little bit earlier in the chat at looking at Humphreys instead mm-hmm. of Wiley. And I think that this is a really good discussion because we all have the flexibility with blokes like Magne and blokes like Wardenberg. Um, yep. those forward center eligible players. And we're looking at a three round average at 38 from mm-hmm. Wiley at 300 K or at Humphreys 60 K cheaper and a, um, and a three round average of 30. Do you think mm. that's worth going a Humphreys over a Wiley? Or if you had to get one of these guys in, who would it be? Uh, it really depends for me on what that extra spare cash is going to do. Um, for me, I'd be looking at a, a Humphreys, considering I never knew that Wiley was centre eligible all year. Um, thanks. But, yeah, look, Humphreys is, is solid, and, and centre's been a difficult position to fill. Um, and if you've got an extra 60K up your sleeve, is that going to help you elsewhere on your court? So you've, you use, you're using the 60K to get Wiley over Humphreys. Humphreys is 240, Wiley's 300. 
So no, no. I'd use, I'd get Humphreys and use that extra cash elsewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. sounds good. I, if I was to do that this week, it's just banking seventy k. So it's mm-hmm. just having seventy k in the bank. And I don't yep. know where I'm going to use that, but do you think that's better to use in the in the upcoming weeks? In some of these weeks where I'm trading out some some cans players and some things like that. See, look, if you're getting rid of Source Miller McCall, there's a lot of cash. Yeah. You know? Do you need the extra cash? But at the same time, I mean, never bad to have more cash. If, if you're getting but, like what is it, eight points a game difference between the two of them? Yeah. Yeah, the only the only other upside is that you've got the the dual position with um, Wiley. I think I'm still going to go Wiley, but it did make me question it. And yeah, yeah I just wanted to know your opinion. Yeah, appreciate that. Um, um, Rob's Punk is asking Rob's the vicious for Roberts, and we know Rob Punk is here for you and not me. Mm. Uh, no. I'll give it to you straight, Rob. That's that's a no for me, dog. Uh, yeah, fool's gold. I wouldn't go that far, you know. But you know, one one hot day doesn't make a summer. You put a cat in the oven, but don't make it a biscuit. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 lightning's not going to strike twice, you know. Like, how many more analogies do you want? I, I don't think it's going to really work out again for Rooster Vicious the way it did last week. Um, Sometimes it's better not what you spend it what you save. Yeah, Sometimes exactly. it's not what you spend, it's what you save, isn't it? Perfect. Exactly what I'm um, A flying toilet reckons Lockie Albert scored more in three blitz games than he has all season, and I agree with him. Mm-hmm. You know what's really annoying me tonight? Is that the flying what? toilet's actually making a lot of sense. Like, Yeah, what's what wrong with him? About under the new coach. Um. Sorry, I'm I'm a little bit behind, so I've got to answer some of these other questions first, but read it out to me. He just popped in. He said, Wiley under the new coach, 28 super coach points a game versus Humphrey, 33 and a half under the new coach. Maybe yeah, this has well, unlocked the big hump. Yeah, and that's and that's why I'm asking you, like, do you think like and even answering these questions, do you think Humphreys is a run over Wiley? You save sixty K and maybe score more points. Yeah, and I think there's going to be teams uh, that Adelaide's going to come up against that are bigger, where you're going to want that that extra size. You know, if you're coming up against Tassie, if you're coming up against Brisbane, uh, I haven't actually looked at their schedule, so they probably don't even play these teams. But they play everybody. They play seven games in the next four weeks yeah. or something. Look, they play I'm everybody more towards Humphreys. Okay, and, and cool. Maybe... He's got a Christmas Carol album out. You're kidding me. He does. Wiley doesn't. So th- that's probably the thing that's going to push him over the line. Humphreys has a Christmas carol album. Can you yeah, sing it Yeah, and I heard me? if you captain him, you get a free copy. Fuck. I'm going to add him in my lineup. I'm not sure. Maybe because no one captains him, I get a copy of his album. I hope it's on <laughs> record. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just read the fine print. Um, be used to that. Hawk said McCarran was podworthy. I actually don't mind bringing in McCarran this week. There is an actual chance I bring in McCarran over Ben Eyre because I'm feeling spicy. You'd be wanting to feel very spicy because I know I brought it up, but I actually hate the move. I don't see his <laughs> stocks improving a lot. <laughs> but I love that for your team. 
<laughs> Mate, Luke's in the 800s overall. And what is his thoughts on loading up for a week like round 18 with only Adelaide and Tasmania on the double and going for the round win? I wonder, Luke, if you have a girlfriend. Um, because I think that we all have the super coach account on our girlfriend's phones. Now, um, that's what we use to try and win the chocolates. That's what we use to try and win the $1,000 every week. And I hear um, that Loz Bowden has a fantastic super coach team and uh, might be a chance of winning round 16. So, <laughs> Yeah, you know exactly how that's done. <laughs> you always play the season long on your account and you play the week to week on your burner phone. Yeah, this isn't uh this isn't our first radio. So um yeah, look, Luke, if it's not your girlfriend, um I'm sure your mom has an iPhone, so uh you are a chance. Yeah. Um Can you select now with a brand new team? Select your team right now so you can get the entire roster in next week and win the comp can you do that yeah you you can but you're like just remember everybody else has the opportunity to make the money the other weeks so the funds mm. aren't enough so you've built your bank up until this point yeah, um point. yeah so you've built your back up bank up until this point so it would be no real i've had people that have went close in nrl coming into like week three and four um, yeah. because price changes don't really happen till that. But, yeah, you wouldn't really – you'd have to be really lucky to win it. Yeah. Okay. Um, do you think McCall's a good captain option? He's a captain option. I don't think any of them are good after what you've uh, talked me out of this, this week. But, yeah, look, McCall and Sauce are my two guys this week. Um, and that's because I'm not a Cotton owner and I'm not a Jalen Adams owner. Yep. No, I like it. Um Look, there's plenty of chat about Harvey looking good and at a nice price. I like it next week more so than this week. Um, Matty Thomas has Crawford and Magne, and would it be smart to move one this week? I'd say no. I think you want to keep them because I like both their matchups this week. Yeah, and both have decent price tags. It's not going to be hard to downgrade them next week or, or potentially even upgrade if you need to. But look, it really depends how much else you got, but... I'm assuming you have a source or something like that to get rid of as well. It wouldn't be the worst putting a, a Crawford on your bench for one week or a Magne on your bench for one week. Like Ma Magne is a guy you can quite easily sit on your bench. Yeah, because he can score 50 on a bench week. Um, hmm. He can also score six on a bench week. Yeah, yeah. He's got that fluctuation, something chronic. Mate, um, a flying toilet is 10 to 20K short of going Creek and Roberts to Crack. Rolling Adams, those primos, and then somebody else like the Adelaide guys. Um, he's finding it really frustrating. Do you think that? Do we have any idea as to what he maybe should do? Um, like a lot of people are bringing in Jalen Galloway. Is it time to pot it, or do you think at like two hundred and fifty k maybe you can go one of those lower guys like a? Rolling and a Galloway or a or a Harvey yeah. and a um and a Clark like surely well, you can get one of those guys in. What do you get if you get rid of Creek and Roberts? You're left with five hundred k. You're left with five hundred and twenty five. Yeah. Yeah. So you could potentially get a Sobe if you've got maybe a McCall. A... You can move to your forward spot. Yeah. And 
Can you fit Sobey and Galloway into that? You can go Sobey and Froling. Yeah. Yeah, I I think maybe downgrading to a... No, you can go Sobey and Galloway, I think, just, as long as he's got a tiny bit in the bank, so... Yeah. Yeah, maybe look at Sobey or Harvey. That, that might unlock your second player. Harvey um, and... I actually really... I actually yeah. really like that. Um, I tell you what, you've saved a flying toilet a bit of money in therapist fees this week. So, um, yeah, I like that. Glad to be of service. Um, bit of chat as we go around. Uh, thoughts on going around early on some of the Adelaide boys? I'm okay with going around early on one of the Adelaide boys, just maybe not two of them. <laughs> Which one you got your eye on? Oh, um, I'm actually... Warming to Humphreys due to my flexibility in all my jewels. Okay. Very good. Yeah, I know I said Wiley, and that was probably looking at the five-game schedule. But yeah. you know what? A flying toilet mentioning um, since the new coach come on, an extra five points going to Humphrey again. Um, and you Humphreys, know, yeah, I like it. If you go to Humphreys, right, as a backup this week, you start him yep. next week and you get rid of Sauce. You've got like a Magnet Wardenberg you could bring into your backup center. You could even bring in a premium forward next week. That, that's some yeah. good flexibility there. Yeah, it is. And I like it. Um, mm. I've got John's question here. What do you think of this one? Uh, I think he's put a lot of thought into it. Um, but his real question is Air versus Qual. Uh, both low break evens. Qual has an extra double, but how safe are the minutes? Do we just hate Adam Ford so much that we're not going to Qual? Who, who's Kansas' second game? Was it Perth? No, yeah, it's Perth. Yep. Yeah. You are Southeast Melbourne and Perth. Qual is going to play on Cotton for 40 minutes if you can stay, can't, if you can stay out of foul trouble. I think his minutes are safe. Um, he'll probably be locking up on, on Gary Clark as well. So. Yeah, his minutes are safe. His production, on the other hand, hasn't been, you know, amazing this year. His defense has been good, which doesn't translate to a super coach perspective, does it? No. no. He pops up every now and then with some points, but, yeah. Look, I wouldn't be bringing him in. He is cheap, though. Look, yeah, again, like, Qual is going to get good minutes if he can stay out of foul trouble. Um, look, this is where... Um, a flying toilet mentioned that maybe a hump instead of a Wiley. And then, yeah, look, I could get somebody else instead of an Air or a McCarran. But I don't mind going Air and a McCarran and saving a bit of coin for later on. So, um, yeah, sounds good. Here's, here's one. Would you get rid of Sarah Wardenberg this week? Sarah. We, we've talked about the, the schedule for, um, for Perth. It is sparse after this week. But if I'm getting rid of Saar, it's probably not on the one week he has a double. No. Then so he has a double. Wardenberg with two doubles left. Yeah, but Wardenberg's bad. <laughs> What's Saar worth? Uh, 189K. Yeah, oh, no, 233 now. 233 now. So. Yeah, Sars worth 20k more. Sorry, my computer's a little bit slow. Um, but he's yeah. worth 233k with a break even of 46. Um, but he's got a three round average of 23. 
Um, a low score of five, a high score of 45. So, yeah. Look, I'd be going to Saar. I just feel like Wardenberg, you can, you got an extra week to get rid of him. Pick one player, Hogue, Galloway, or Clark. And why is it Clark? Yeah, I think so as well. I'm there. Yeah, yeah look, Sydney's schedule's tempting. Um, but yeah, Clark's role is so defined, and, and that roster's shortened a lot. Um, and they're looking for him. And, and he'll, I, I think I'm going to bring him in this week, and I will likely hold him for the rest of the year. I like the guy. Mate, look, I know that it's time to finish this chat when Ruben Tarangi starts getting brought up. Yeah, that's that's time of death on this pod. Mate, do you have anything else to leave or uh, is it time to finish another Insight Fantasy Sports podcast? Recommend that people pop on our Discord, get involved in our community team and follow us both on Twitter. Perfect, mate. Sign off. <laughs> Mate, you've listened to an Insight Fantasy Sports Podcast. Cheerio.